Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, night sleeping. Night sleeping? Yeah, you know how sometimes people sleep at nighttime? Yeah, um, most people do, but some people have jobs and they can't sleep then, but yeah. I mean, sometimes when you, like, go over people's houses, they have different sleep. They sleep different, or they don't, or you just don't sleep. Yeah, yeah. I have those issues sometimes. If I go sleep over someone's place, it's like, uh, I can't really sleep. Like, there's too many things that are just strange with it. Yeah, or they don't let you sleep. Have you ever had times like that? No, have you? Uh, oh, Nate, we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend and sleeping compatriot, Pepin. Pepin, time to wake up. The mics are live. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well, and I'm not sleeping at all. Uh, I'm actually overly caffeinated right now Mm -hmm. and having a hard time keeping my train of thought, so be on the lookout. I will be aware of the train and where it may or may not be. It could be a freight train on a dirt road. Uh... Really? It could be. I don't know. It depends how powerful your thoughts are. Now, the topic of the day today is sleepover stories. Now, when is the last time you had a sleepover? I think it was at your house. I mean, so, so a sleepover with me going over some places, somebody's place or me having someone over at my place? Let's say either. Uh, so last sleepover I had was my, my girlfriend, and she came over here, and slept, she slept over. Pretty standard. But then me going to someone else's house was actually your house. Mm-hmm. And we recorded some stuff there. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, it was all right. It was cool. It was all right. So tell me tell me about some – what are some general oddities with sleeping over people's house? What are some sticking points that make it a little bit weird? So one thing is what well, I used to pull. So with – you you sleep over my house quite a bit, and uh, I wouldn't really provide you with pillows, blankets, or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, I uh, figured it out. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't very – see, I, I've gone from like being very unconscientious to overly conscientious. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's a, here's a toothbrush, a spare one, this new one. Don't, don't feel free to use it. But so I've gone from that to that. But back in the day, I wasn't very courteous. No, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> it was pretty real. I don't know. Find it. Find it. You want me to find pillows in your house and just take them? Oh, How like, am I supposed to know where they are? It wasn't even like find. It's like uh, you know, this isn't really my concern here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so sleeping aids, like things that you need in order to sleep. When p- people don't bring you blankets and pillows and stuff like that, I think that everybody's dealt with that at some point. An unconscientious host. Um, what about like uh, like showering and uh, and and bathroom related stuff? Typically in the morning after a sleepover, like having a spare towel. Yeah, yeah. Like when like when people don't have the what you need in order to do whatever you do. I know I would rather just wait till I get home to shower, um, depending on how long I'm staying at their house. But if I'm going to leave in the morning, I would probably just shower when I get home versus having to, um, you know, dirty uh, something for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I think 
so some people just only have one towel in their in their apartment or their house, and I find that very strange. Mm. So definitely, just as a human being, have like at least four towels. That way, you know, if two are dirty, you have one left over for your guest, mm. and have it ready for them. Don't have them find it. Like, oh, hey, here's a towel if you want a shower, and here's a face cloth if you want that. Uh, the shower works like this. You show them how it works. And you say, don't take a bath because that's weird if you take a bath in my house. But you can take a shower. Could could that be – could showing them how the shower works – you're like, welcome to my house. Here's the kitchen. Here's the bathroom. Here's how the shower works. <laughs> like, is that not, A, a little weird and, B, uh, might be a little presumptuous and uh, kind of condescending? So you show them the shower, like if they're going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. And what you say is – even if your shower's not weird, you say, my shower's a little weird, and people have a hard time getting used to it, so you show them it. Right. Because it's one of those things where it's, it's an ordinary shower. It's, not, it's pretty basic, but uh, you, you want to show them it, it because otherwise they're not going to be able to figure it out. And everybody has different uh, – so, th- so that's putting the onus on yourself to say, hey, this is normal if you don't get it, but if you do, then you're above average. So it's like adds a positive spin to it. I like that. Now, if uh, everybody's – Eating schedules are a little different, and how they how they handle all of that. How do you how do you manage the eating schedules when you're sleeping over somebody's house? Is it should should people be vocal about that, or what what are your thoughts on that? So my thoughts on that are a little complicated because I think you need to like prepare stuff for them, and like I've been over people's houses, and this is my big gripe is. Uh, People will say, oh, just make yourself at home and just eat whatever you want. You know, feel free to raid the fridge and the uh, stuff. And that, I don't think, is the way to do it because I don't feel comfortable going to somebody's pantry and taking what they want or take, taking what I want because it's not my personality. It doesn't jive with me. Like, I've gone, like, hungry at people's houses because they've done that. And chances are, I mean, this is always my fear like they say, take whatever you want, but then you take one thing and they really wanted that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, maybe there's some like, drink in there, you drink it, and it's like, I was saving that for later. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be that, no matter what you do. No matter what, that's the thing you're going to get. So, so I, I don't even, yeah. I, mean, I even have a story about how I was at my, uh, my sister-in-law's house watching the baby, and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, just make the baby some food. And I've never like done babysitting or anything so like that. made spaghetti. And she's like, oh, yeah, and just make yourself some food if you want it. And I didn't feel comfortable giving the baby anything or going in and just making something. I mean, we had some, like, little leftover snacks from before, so that's what I gave it. But, you know, it's like I don't know what to make the baby. I don't know what to make myself. I, like, I don't feel comfortable just going through your fridge and grabbing whatever because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just weird. You could have made the baby a nice steak. I bet he, I bet he would have appreciated that. You think babies can chew steak? Uh, it depends how many teeth they have. Good question. Did you check Answer. its mouth? Hmm. No. Check check his mouth and find out how many teeth. More than six, they're ready for steak. I think he had a full head of teeth. Wow. That's a lot of teeth. Yeah. I mean, they're all over the place. Time, time for a good steak dinner. So do you have any – do you have a particular story about uh, an odd sleepover in some way? Uh, I think I do, but before I go in there, what's your biggest gripe with sleepovers? Um, Sleeping? Uh, Waking up in the morning and like either being the first one. I always feel like I'm going to be the last one awake and then everybody's going to have to wait for me. But then 
So then I wake up too early and then I'm up before everybody else and I'm like, well, I guess I'm sitting on my phone for the next six hours. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Something I didn't think about because that's what happens. Uh, either that or people wake up way too early in the house. It's either you get up way too early or they get up at 5 a.m. and make you know, breakfast. Would it be reasonable to set a time? Be like, hey, let's get up at 10. Yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I would agree, but uh, I'm thinking more back to like uh, sleeping over like people's house where they have like uh, it's like your friend's house and they have like parents in there, or maybe maybe other roommates where you know they get up at whatever time they want. So sure, you and your friends at that time, and maybe that friend can wake up at that time because they're used to living in that house. But with you not being familiar, it's like if someone's making you know breakfast in the kitchen at five a.m., you're gonna get up to that. Like even mm-hmm. smell sausage alone. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so you have an awkward story. I do. It's, it's a very strange story. Uh, this happened a while back, and it was so I had a friend Nick, and Nick and I used to be friends in uh, like this was like fourth grade, and he eventually moved away, and uh, we still hung out from time to time, and we'd plan out times and. He made another friend group over at the new place. It, it was maybe like a, an hour away or something, not too far. But uh, I went over there one time, and uh, he brought his other friend. So it was like me and his other friend who I didn't know. And his other friend was cool enough. You know, we got along just fine. We had some fun games. But where it got kind of weird is we slept, and we, we, we had a sleepover. And his friend was an avid sleep talker. Like, okay. like not, not just like uh, he's like, very involved dreams and huge, big storylines. Like he would talk back in his sleep. So he started talking in his sleep. And I was just kind of like, I couldn't sleep because it's just a different environment. And so I'm just like, you know, listening to him and just watching him. And there was these complex storylines about like, uh, you know, I have to destroy the gerbils because the gerbils are going to get after me. And he was like the priest of darkness and going after them. And we were, we were kind of nerdy, so it was kind of fit in with the culture we're in. But it's, it's like at some point I started talking back to him and he started responding. And we had these whole conversations and I was interacting with his dream and kind of being aware of what his dream was. And he would keep on waking up, you know, periodically. And I wouldn't tell me he was dreaming. And then he would go back to sleep and it happened again. And this went on throughout the whole night. And somehow... My friend, the Nick, he was just passed out. Like, he didn't wake up. His mom, he lived with his mom. His mom wasn't waking up. I mean, this kid wasn't being, like, like super loud, but he wasn't being silent. Mm-hmm. And the whole sleepover was, like, him just talking in his sleep. And, well, you guys talking in his sleep. Well, Nick, Nick so Nick was asleep. Mm-hmm. The other friend was asleep as well. He was sleep talking. But Nick, Nick wasn't aware of any of this. Give, give Nick's friend a name. Uh, Jake. So you and Jake were talking in Jake's sleep. Yeah, yeah. And I was making things worse in the dream. Wait, wait, you were being a dick too? You were trolling him in his dream? I mean, I was creating dramatic suspense. You were entertaining yourself at his expense. So it's like, oh, we're going to attack the dribbles. Oh, no, the dribbles have horses now. They're dribbles riding horses. (laughs) Okay. How did this resolve? Um, Usually it wouldn't resolve very well. I mean... He'd usually wake up at some point. I mean, there were, it's always like an ever-evolving dream and more and more plot items to it. Did he remember the dreams? Uh, 
kind of. So this is where it gets interesting. Uh, there was a point where he had a few dreams, and I'd always introduce myself as, like, Nathan in the dreams. Like, who are you? I'm like, I'm Nathan. He's like, oh, hi, Nathan. And then at one point in the dream, it's like, who are you? I'm Nathan. It's like, huh, I think I recognize you from before. <laughs> <laughs> and where it got a little too serious is uh, there's a dream where I was, you know, I entered myself into the dream. and <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, it's like, like like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I became, so he's, he's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm Nathan. And it's like, okay, I'm like here to fight you. It's like, okay, I'm going to fight you. And so we started having like an imaginary fight. Um, and, but the problem was like, he wasn't paralyzed during the stream and he actually started punching the wall. Oh my. Punching, like not like super hard, but hard enough to like make sounds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, he's going to hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Like this is a little weird. And... Anyway, so so eventually I fall asleep and the night ends and he's up. I don't know if he kept on sleep talking during the night, but he might have. But I talked to him about it the next day. I talked to Nick as well because Nick didn't see any of it. And Jake, he remembered dreaming stuff. That was kind of weird, but he didn't like have a good recall of it or anything. I think I may have told him at one point during the night he was sleep talking. But to this day, I'm not sure if he was messing with me or if he was legit sleep talking like that. Because from, from me, from my perspective, he was legit sleep-talking. Mm. But it's very possible he was messing with me. But then again, why would he be punching the walls? That's kind of ridiculous. Well, maybe he was really, really selling it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it worked, right? Yes, it did. It's just so strange. This just uh, I mean, I've dealt with sleep-talkers before, and it seemed like a sleep-talker. I mean, he, he, it's possible he was coming up with this stuff on his own. But it did seem like I was interacting with a dreamer from, from my, my perspective. Have you ever had, like, interactions with sleep talkers? Uh, my little brother used to, Brian, he used to sleep talk a bit. Um, and I remember we used to, he, one time he was talking about uh, dinosaur skateboarding. Oh, and we were, we were trying to, like, be like, oh, yeah, now there's a whole skate park of them. And, like, bring him into the dream more and kind of, like, make the dream fun. But he didn't grasp onto it at all. He just kept talking about a teen sale. Um, I rem- a teen sale? Yeah, I remember that very vividly. He kept Are saying, the, teens? the teen sale, the teen, <laughs> the teens, there's a sale, the teen sale. I don't understand why. but uh, So in that's really the only sleep talking that I'm familiar with. I think my sister Ashley used to sleep talk, but I was never... I was never privy to that. I guess one time sleeping over our cousin's house, um, just in the middle of the night, she just screamed, get the frig off me, Lori, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Everyone's like, what is she talking about? Um, but funny. other than that, no. Uh, I have a video on YouTube called The Sleep Talker um, that's pretty funny and explores uh, the sleep talking in a way. Mm-hmm. I've not really sub talk as far as I'm aware. But what I have done before is I've, I've like uh, had dreams where it's like my mom's trying to wake me up and the her trying to wake me up becomes part of the dream. I mean, not her particularly, but mm-hmm. you know, like it's a, it's that cliche, that dumb cliche of like, uh, "Honey, wake up, wake up, wake up," and it's just someone in the dream just telling you to wake up all of a sudden. Yeah. Or like maybe the clouds part and God's telling you to wake up or something. Mm-hmm. It's something dumb where. So, so I've had that happen. People kind of interacting with my dreams if I'm slowly waking up, but nothing like uh, full-blood sweet talking as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think you've mumbled 
but I, I don't remember hearing you ever talk. And we, we lived together in college, so I would have known pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever talked either, from what I remember. Uh, I think you just sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a pretty good sleeper, I think. Usually, yeah. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Most people are. There was one time me and my friend were hanging out and, you know, doing drugs or whatever. I don't even remember. In my mom's basement. And uh, we had we we were just hanging out. And then another uh, acquaintance called and was like, hey, so you guys are hanging out. Want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can you can come over. But, uh, you know, one of my family members has a medical procedure like first thing in the morning and they have to be up early. So we have to be silent. So don't come over fucking drunk as shit and be loud and I, I will kick you out of my house. So he came over drunk as shit and was super loud and was like almost falling down the stairs to get into the basement. And uh, what? so we were sitting around smoking and he was just drinking. He didn't want to smoke. He just wanted to drink his fucking nasty like Bud Light or PBR or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... We're, we're having, like, a conversation about, like, let's say Pink Floyd or whatever. And then all of a sudden he's like, so which of uh, the people that we went to high school with do you think is going to die first? I'm like, we're like, oh, what the fuck, dude? We're just trying to have a good time. He's like, yeah, I think about it all the time. Like, who's going to kill themselves? Like, uh, like, Jesus Christ, dude, this is not – I'm like, all right, you need to, like, fucking chill out. So we uh, – eventually it's time to to lay down and uh, and we're we're trying to go to bed. And he gets up. And he's like, all right, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm gonna be sick. Makes it halfway up the stairs and fucking pukes all over the stairs. Oh man. Nasty, like shitty beer. And he had eaten steak tips that night, so that was all over the place, like half chewed. And he and I'm like, you have to clean that up. So he was loud, obnoxious. It was the worst sleepover experience. He was the worst guest I've ever had. Yeah. That sounds pretty bad. Yeah, it was it was absolutely awful, uh, and of course I think we've told on the the pod before about um, the time that uh, me and uh, Melcher and you were at your house and the butter in the ear and the chocolate strawberry syrup or whatever. Yeah, I think we've told that story. Was it we? Was it me, Melcher, that pissed you off with the phone? Yes, <laughs> yes it was. <laughs> I I remember that vaguely, but plenty. We did. We kept on putting like a phone in your like by your ear. You kept putting it like under my pillow and stuff, <laughs> just like then paging it from that from the main place. So it just beep 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 beep. Oh my god. I don't know why my parents didn't kill us, because they should have, because we were being fucking loud and obnoxious. They should have, is right. But they they just kind of, like, didn't care or something. Mm-hmm. Strange. Strange. That was episode one of Sleepover Stories. If you want to hear more, definitely check us out at twitter.com slash wntt1 or facebook.com slash we need to talk show. We also have a Patreon where you can donate to us, and be on the lookout for part two. It will be coming next week, and it's going to be featuring a gang war. Or something. Yeah, a gang war. I'm not kidding. A gang war. See you then. We need to talk. Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. Do you usually subscribe to entire podcasts, or do you look for specific topics? Well, I try using the search function on my podcast player on my phone. It doesn't work too well. I try using Google. Google, it's not really set up for it, so I honestly have trouble. Why don't you just use Listen Notes? Listen Notes? What's that? 
It's a search engine for podcasts that doesn't just search for the terms you're looking for in the title of the episode or the title of the podcast, but from inside the episode itself. Meaning if you're looking for a specific topic, you can find specific podcast episodes that are about that topic. You know, that sounds a lot easier than spending the hours and hours I have just trying to find the exact right keywords to actually get it to bring up the episode. I mean, usually I just get like a million uh, how to start your own podcast articles. It's really annoying. So that sounds a lot better. Exactly. When you're looking for something to listen to, just go to listennotes.com, type in a topic you're interested in, and you'll get instant gratification, useful results. That's listennotes.com. Check it out now.